You are listening to the weekly podcast of Impact Worship Center in Mableton, Georgia. We pray you enjoy today's message. And I'll be reading the NASB version, the New American Standard Bible version. And I just want to encourage those of you that may not have a tangible Bible, and you don't have to bring it with you to church, but you need to get one, especially our young people. You need to make sure that they have a tangible Bible, one that you can open up and that you can read. Just want to interject that. If your young adult, your young child does not have one, buy them one. Engrave it. Put their name on it. So it's not just the word, it's their word. And then they can't re-gift it. Say, I don't want this and get it to somebody. No, no, no. Your name is on it. This is yours. It's nice to have it digitally. But there was some talk of some of the scriptures being missing, being omitted when it's written. It is written. It is written. Isn't that what Jesus said? It is written. We need the PDF version. You know, the PDF version where you can only view it. You can't make changes, but you can only view it gave you that for free. Genesis 11 and 6. And the Lord said, behold, they are one people and they all have the same language. And this is what they have started to do. And now nothing which they plan to do will be impossible for them. Now let's jump down to John chapter 17, verse 21. I have it for you on the screen or you can Scroll on your smart device, John 17, 21, that they may all be one, that they may all be one, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you sent me. We are going to talk, teach a little on the topic, united and unstoppable. This is us. United and unstoppable. This is us. Turn to your neighbor and say, united and unstoppable. This is us. You may be seated. On last week, our bishop, he shared, he shared, he shared from the topic, miracles, signs, wonders, it will be supernatural. Wasn't it a blessed word? Amen. We bless God for that word. We learned that miracles aren't necessarily spectacular, but what makes it supernatural is that God gets involved. And I don't know about you, but I like the sound of God getting involved. Whether it's spectacular or not, we must learn to praise him for small supernatural things, and he will bless us with big supernatural things. Amen? Amen. How many, of you, how many of you desire big supernatural things? Yes. During this season, we're believing God that decisions are being reversed in our favor. 
Someone say, it will be supernatural. Yes, during this season, we believe that God is making our enemies our footstool, and they must ask permission in order for them to proceed. Someone say, it will be supernatural. Hallelujah. We are believing God to prepare a jaw-dropping moment for us. Someone shout by faith, it will be supernatural. Yes, impact is on the move. God is doing great and mighty things in and through us. Not by might nor by power, but his spirit, saith the Lord. It will be supernatural. The supernatural will always agree with the promises of God. It's never going to deviate from what God said in his word. In order for us to operate in the supernatural, we must activate the principles of God. We cannot violate principles and plead promises and expect to receive his provision. It's not going to work that way. We have to do it his way if we're going to receive his blessings and have him put his super on our natural. The supernatural will alert the people of God and the supernatural will announce the plan of God. In order for the supernatural to take place, there must be unity. Someone shout unity. There must be unity. Our bishop talked about this also on last week, and this is where we're going to put down our kickstand today. We are going to talk about unity. One more time, say unity. God can accomplish great things in and through us when we unite when we come together as one, when we unify, the will of God can be imposed in the earth. When we unite, when we come together, the power of God can be manifested in our lives when we unite, when we get on one accord, when we come together. Family members can be saved when we unite. Miracles, signs, and wonders happen when we unite and when we become one. Someone shout unity. To be united, it means we come together for a common purpose or an action. It means not multiple, but single. It means to be one. Someone say one. Now to be united is not to be all the same. It doesn't mean sameness in terms of the way we look, the way we dress, the way we act, the way we think. We're all unique. We're all different. But it does mean that we're moving in the same direction towards the same goal. Amen? It means that we are all on the same page in the same book. We're all on the same page in the same book. Genesis 11 and 6, the paraphrase, it says, Behold, they are one people, and they have the same language, and now nothing which they plan to do will be impossible for them. Now, in this particular passage, there was a nation of people who was desiring to make a name for themselves, and they also wanted to build a tower. They wanted to build an edifice that was going to reach heaven. And they, they, you know, God, he saw that they were united. He saw that they were all, all on one accord. He saw that they were together, but he didn't like what they were doing. 
because they X'd him out of the equation. But he still saw the power of their unity. And so what he did was he confused their language. He confused their ability to be able to communicate effectively because he did not want them to proceed forward with what was taking place. But even in the beginning book, even before Jesus had been manifested in the earth, even before the Holy Spirit had come on the scene in order to be our power, our empowerment agent, you see the power of unity at work. So even from the beginning of time, the enemy is trying to distract us from being unified. He's okay if we're unified as long as we are on his team and not on God's team. Amen? But the power of unity. There's so much power in oneness. There's so much power when we come together on one accord. And we want to make sure that as this move of God is taking place in this body of believers called Impact Worship Center and beyond, we want to move forward as one. Doesn't mean that we aren't going to have some disagreements and things, but at the end of the day, we want to make sure that we are able to come together and that we're able to walk as one. Someone say unity. That word unstoppable, unstoppable, we're united and we're unstoppable. Unstoppable means impossible to stop, impossible to prevent. When we purpose in our hearts to do and become one with the word of God, we are unstoppable. Someone pat yourself on the chest and say, I am unstoppable. Amen. We bless God. We purpose in our hearts to do and become one with the word of God. When we realize that it is not by power, not by might, but by his spirit, then we are unstoppable. When we realize that there is no weapon formed against us, and every tongue that rises against us that we shall condemn, then we realize that we are unstoppable. Amen. When we realize that greater is he that is within me than he that is within the world, then we are unstoppable. The word of God causes us to be unstoppable. Someone say united and unstoppable. This is us. So how do we accomplish this? How do I accomplish this? Because unity is key to us moving forward. John 17 and 21, we read it, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us so that the world may believe that you sent me. Now here, Jesus, Jesus is actually praying. And he was praying before he was betrayed. He was praying before he was betrayed. He was praying for himself. He was praying for the disciples that God had given him, and he was praying for future believers, me and you. He was praying for himself because he knew that his time had come. It was time for him to fulfill the purpose for which God had sent him to the earth. He was praying for the disciples that God had given him. He wanted God to strengthen them and to protect them and to shield them as they continued to spread the gospel, even though he was going back to be with his father. And he was praying for future believers, you and me, 
and even generations to come. And his prayer was that we would be one. For that to be his last prayer, that means it was very important. And I want you to ask yourself the question, am I an answer to Jesus' prayer? Walking in unity? Or I, am I an unanswered prayer? Because I'm not walking in unity. He prayed that they would be unified and one. He prayed that we would be unified and one. This step, there's a step, there are a few steps, there are a few steps, there are a few steps in order for us to be unified. Wherever you are, however you answer that question, we can all, we can all be where God wants us to be. It's not to bring us down, it's not to make us feel bad, it's not to point the finger at us, but it's to help us so that we can be better and that we can be that answer to prayer that Jesus was praying. But that first step, that first step, we must be unified with Christ. First, we must be unified with Christ. We must know Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, and we must be one with God's will for our lives. It's not going to happen any other way. We cannot do our own thing and then expect God to bless our will and not his will. And this is an individual decision. Just because your parents knew God and your grandparents knew God doesn't mean that they know God for you. God has no grandchildren. He has children, but no grandchildren, which means you're not grandfathered in to the kingdom of God. No, it's an individual decision. Grandmama may have known Jesus. Granddaddy may have known Jesus. Mama may have known Jesus. Daddy knows Jesus, but we have to know Jesus for ourselves. It can only go so far. Yes, their prayers may have worked for us when we were young, but when we come of age and we get to know him for ourselves, then we have to call out on the name of Jesus for ourselves. But we must be one with him. And not only is this an individual decision, this is a daily decision. It's individual and it's daily. Flesh has to die daily. Because we come up against all types of things on a daily basis. Do you know how many times I have wanted to go off on people? Oh, but this flesh has to die. Do you know how many times I have wanted to give up? This flesh has to die. I've got to keep moving on in the spirit of God. I cannot allow trials and tribulations to shake me and get me distracted. So it is an individual decision and it is a daily decision to be unified with Christ. We don't choose to be unified with him only when it's convenient or only when things are going our way. We're unified with him even when things are tough. John 15 and seven, it says, if we abide in him and his words abide in us, 
We can ask what we will, and it shall be done unto us. That word abide, abide means to remain in him. It means to stay in him. It means to take residence. It means to rest. It means to sit. It means to settle. That's what we need to do. We need to rest. We need to abide. We need to stay in him. Great things happen when we stick with him. Amazing things happen in our lives when we stick with him. Every woman in the room, I want you to stand right where you are. I'm going to speak into your life on today. And men, I'm coming for you too. But every woman in here, I want you to stand on your feet. And I'm going to infuse you with power from the word of God on today. I speak an Esther anointing over every woman that is in the house in the name of Jesus. Esther was an obedient woman. Esther was a woman of faith. Esther was a woman of prayer. Esther was a woman of wisdom. And I speak that over each of you now. Esther purposed in her heart that she was going to do it God's way. And God opened doors on her behalf that no man could shut. I speak that over your lives today in the name of Jesus. God has a will, a plan, a purpose for your life. And I pray that you obey what he tells you to do. And as you do it, you will see uncommon, unrestricted favor flowing in your life. He will bring you before influential men and women in the name of Jesus and show you favor in Jesus' name. And when he does it, you will give him praise. You will testify of his goodness. Esther was taken from her native land, lost her parents, raised by a close relative, Mordecai. But she determined, determined in her heart, she purposed in her heart that no matter what, she was going to stick with God. No matter what, she was going to obey the voice of God. And I believe that God is raising up a nation of Esthers who are going to do the very thing in this day and in this dispensation of time. You are going to stand strong and see the salvation of the Lord. You are not going to compromise your standards. You know who you are and you know whose you are. You are going to get into the word of God and you're going to allow the word of God to get on the inside of you. You are going to unify and you are going to be unstoppable for the kingdom. The woman that I'm looking at today is not the woman that I'm going to see tomorrow because the word of God is infusing you and he is empowering you to be all that he has created you to be. I speak that by faith in the name of Jesus. You may be seated. Every man in the house, stand. I speak over you that you will be unified with Christ. I speak the spirit of Daniel over every man in this house in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Dan, Daniel was a man of excellence. Daniel was a man of prayer. Hallelujah. Daniel was a man of God. 
Yes, yes, and I speak that over your lives. Just like Daniel, he was taken out of, of, of his, like, taken into captivity. He was taken out of a place where he was familiar and he was put in an unfamiliar place, but he still remembered his roots. Hallelujah. Wherever you go, you will remember your roots. Even if you are in an uncomfortable place, you will remember God. You will remember Jesus. I don't care where you are. I don't care how hard it gets. I don't care if they throw you in a fiery furnace. The fire will not burn you. It may warm you, but it won't burn you. Like Daniel, you'll be thrown into the lion's den, but their mouths will be shut against you. Hallelujah. You are unstoppable. You are unstoppable. You are unstoppable. You have a spirit of excellence upon you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And the man that I'm looking at today is not the man that I will see tomorrow because this power of the word is infusing each of you. When you go on your job tomorrow, when you go home today, your family is going to see you different. Your boss is going to see you differently. You may be seated. We must be unified with Christ in order to be unstoppable for the kingdom. There's some things that God wants to do, but he can't do it because we got to get over ourselves. We're trying to do things ourselves. We're trying to do things ourselves, do things our own way. But God said, no, you've got to do it my way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Next step, we must be unified in our families. Someone say family. Okay, so we're unified individually. We're unified with Christ individually. That's key. That's foundational. There's no way that we can get together and we can be unified in any other area of life until we are first unified individually. And we're unified with Christ individually. For those of you contemplating marriage, make sure that you are unified with Christ first. And then find someone that is also unified with Christ. Husband and wife, make sure you are together. Husbands and wives, I want you to stand now. Any husbands and wives. We are better together when we walk in unity. And remember, unity is not being the same, but it is being on the same page and going in the same direction. And I speak over every married couple today that you are unified, that you are one, that you are on one accord. I want you to hold hands. Stand close. Matthew 12 and 25, it says, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation or ruin, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand come against the spirit of division we come against anything that would try to separate what God has put together we come against the enemy as he tries to come against your household in the name of Jesus and I thank you and I praise you that the blood of Jesus covers each of you I thank you for every husband in here they will love their wife as Christ loved the church I thank you for every wife in here she will respect her husband because the word says so. Every married couple in here, do you not know that there is purpose for your marriage? 
not just to be booed up, not just to look cute, not just to say that you have someone. No, there is purpose for your marriage. Do you know that marriage and family is supposed to be a replica of how the church is supposed to be? That's why he established the family before he established the church. And that's why when we see that the church is weak, then we need to take a look at the family. When we see that the nation is weak, then we need to look at the family. We have to make sure that the family is strong. I speak strength to every household in the name of Jesus. You're strong in the Lord and in the power of your might. You may be seated. I speak the spirit of Aquila and Priscilla over every household where you work together. No matter what you do, you work together. Even if you work on two separate jobs, you're still working together. That you are on the same page heading in the same direction. And I come against Ananias and Sapphira lying, pretending to be something that you're not not doing what it is that God has called you to do. They came in agreement to do something that didn't please God. They lied to the Holy Spirit. As a con they were a part of a congregation. And at that congregation, they said that they were going to sell things and they were going to obtain uh, wealth and resources and they were going to bring it to the house of God. Well, they sold land, they sold property, and they received resources for, for it, but they held a portion of it back. They lied, and the Holy Spirit revealed it unto the man of God, and the man of God called them in one by one. He didn't call them in together. So you can't blame your spouse and say, well, he did that or she did that. No, no, no. You may conspire together, but you will be judged separately. Each one of us has to give an account. And they did that. They had to give an account. And because they lied, they died. And I come against that spirit over every household. In the name of Jesus. Repeat after me. United and unstoppable. This is us. Time out for looking blessed. It's time to be blessed. And lastly, we must be unified in the church. So we're unified individually. We're unified in our households. And then we're unified here as a church. And as a church body, not just this local body of believers, I'm talking about the body of Christ at large. We must be one. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 2 and 3, it says, With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, being diligent to keep the unity, keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. The church must possess a spirit of unity if we are to be unstoppable. When we are unified and on one accord, God can move in a mighty way in and through us. And this is what we desire. We desire to see great and mighty things happen in our lives individually, and we desire to see great and mighty things happen in our lives corporately. And that's what we're believing God for. 
that's what we are believing God for. The things that God is desiring to do in this house is going to require unity, which means we can't put our mouth on it. Even if we don't understand everything about it, we cannot put our mouth on it in a negative way. And I promise you, if I hear any negative things, I'm going to deal with it right then and right there. So don't come to me. I don't want to hear it. We're one. We're unified. We're going somewhere. God is doing great and mighty things. Amen. Amen. And we bless God for what it is that he's doing in and through us. The main ingredient to achieve unity is the Holy Spirit. We can't do it without him. It's not going to happen any other way. We must have the presence of the Holy Spirit to help us. Because some days we don't feel like it. Because some days we simply don't want to. But in order for God to move, in order for God to move, in order for God to move, we must be unified. And so the main ingredient is Holy Spirit, but the main barrier is offense. We get offended. And offense, or to be offended, is to be resentful or to be annoyed, typically as a result of a perceived insult. Perceived. Perceived insult. Perceived actually has to do with the senses. Flesh. Our flesh gets offended. But you have to see beyond people. You have to see beyond things and recognize that this, this is a spiritual thing. And you can't see it through natural eyes. Now that doesn't mean that people aren't going to say things and that things aren't going to happen, but you have to be discerning and know, okay, God, is this something that I need to address or is this something that's trying to distract me and throw me off track? Because you're desiring to do something great and mighty in and through my life and through the life of whom I connect, I'm connected to, and I don't want to get off track. have to learn to let some things go and don't allow it to distract us from the unity that God is calling for us to walk in. I want everyone to stand. As I look around this room, and I can't even see for those who are streaming live, but for those of you that are streaming live with us, I see the power that's in here. I see the power individually, and I see the power corporately. And I pray that each of us will make a decision this day forward that we're going to be an answer to the prayer that Jesus prayed. 
and that we are going to walk in unity and that we are going to see great things happen for the kingdom. God wants to do so many amazing things. You know, we haven't even tapped into the power that is available unto us as believers. We haven't tapped into it simply because we cannot get over ourselves. But I believe that there is freedom in this room. I believe that there is obedience in this room. I believe that we desire to do it God's way. I believe that we desire to be one. I believe that we desire to be unified. I believe that we desire to hear the voice of the Lord and to walk in obedience. And I believe that we desire to see a move of God like never before. I'm expecting to hear testimonies from the ladies that are in here. I'm expecting to hear testimony from the men that are in here. I'm expecting to hear testimony from the families that are represented in this house today. God is going to do something great in and through you. Stick together. Stick together. Stick together. Bishop and I, we have been married 18 years, known each other 20 years. All that God has done in and through our lives, it is because we have purposed in our hearts to stick together and to be unified. Now, I'm not going to stand here and tell you that, that there were some times that we did not have some toe-to-toe -to -toe arguments. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that. But when we came to ourselves and we got it together and we got on the same page, if it was his idea, when we got on the same page, you would have thought it was my idea because of the way I was talking about it. Oneness. Oneness. And don't think the enemy is not going to come and fight. Because when he sees that you are making every effort to be on one accord, he's going to do whatever it is that he can to try to pull you apart. Even after 18 years of Bishop and I married, the, being married, the enemy tries to come even till today. But the devil is a liar and he is defeated because God has some great and mighty things. He has a place where he is taking us. He has a place where he is taking you. So you have to keep the unity. You have to fight. Fight for unity. Fight for unity. Don't allow people to come in and pull you apart and break ranks. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.